Here it is. Time to rock and roll. Well, it's Potaholic's time, and it is time for us to sit down with Colin Thomas from We Will Fix It, an essential maintenance Dubai. We're going to solve all of the things that are on people's minds right now. We're going to talk about everything. We might talk Pajeros. <laughs> Don't, actually, I've got crazy ones on Pajeros today. I'll tell you about that in a minute. Well, we're going to have a lot of fun, and we are coming to you from the new campus of the We Will Fix It essential maintenance crew. I have no idea where we are. I just followed Google. Me neither. I still am. It's been a month and a half. I don't think I've ever been on these roads. It was like, where is this place? Welcome to No Man's Land, <laughs> also known as Dubai Investments Park. It's, but it's changed a lot because I've been by Dubai Investments Park, and, but I've never come in this way, in this, this road that comes in here. And then Arab Tech is over on the side and stuff, or the old Arab Tech uh, shop is there. Right next door. Yeah. Yeah. And I, actually, you mentioned that, and, and that's why I kind of went, oh, it's right around here. I know. If it starts up, I'm slightly worried the whole building's going to rumble. It's a huge operation, or it was a huge operation. Yeah, it's precast. So yeah. if you imagine, they're building enormous uh, oh, structures, yeah. or were, on that side until they went belly up. Um, and then we've also got Expo on the other side of us. We're yes. right by Expo. Um, so it's lovely to see that they're hopefully going to be ready for this year, I think. It's always the way, isn't it? That last minute of um, let's get things under control. I mean, it, it looks good. Everything looks like it's on track. Some of the pavilions have already opened up and they're you know doing pre-shows of things. I guess it, it all depends on... The environment. It does, doesn't it? I mean, it's people coming. Um, bottom line, I, I want it to be amazing. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I was in um, right from the very announcement at the beginning. What a wonderful thing for Dubai to have. Um, Shane Malcolm's not going to be here to see it. He really was oh, the Expo man. man, wasn't he? He was He was really in love with Expo. So I'm, but he was the announcer as well, wasn't he, that we got it. Yeah. And you know... He was there. So we're talking shame. Malcolm Taylor from Dubai yes. 103.8 FM. Yeah. Uh, passed away what, almost over a year ago now. Yeah, it must be. Almost yeah. two years ago now. And Wow, that went quick. Uh, business Breakfast. Yeah. Been around in the region forever. Yes. And really was the voice of, we got it. I, I remember that. Yeah, vividly. absolutely. Wasn't it wonderful? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> It Great kind of sent goosebumps up your, you know, up the back of your neck. It's just that silence, and yeah, so yeah, it's quite something, wasn't it? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's it's good to be here. It's a little bit um, odd because we don't have a warehouse anymore. It is it is interesting. So yeah. where do you store all your stuff? We got two of the offices and converted them into <laughs> stories because we weren't going to get away from four and a half thousand square feet of warehouse yeah. um, as quickly as we should have let's put it that way so we've now we cut everything down so we we threw out or disposed of about 60 percent of what we had because we we now these days and this is this is almost like purely down to covid so with covid we no longer could have the staff coming back for briefings so everything was remote so we realized we need to deliver everything to the guys with them in in vans so we we almost ended up in a just-in-time scenario accidentally and we realized it was actually much more efficient anyway so therefore now um most of the most of the stuff goes straight from supplier in one of our vehicles straight to that's kind of cool the jobs yeah it is when it works it's the logistic the logistical nightmares are just stratospheric yeah um but we, you know we're getting there we're getting there with that and very rarely do errors errors occur but it's a lot more complex than you would initially imagine when you've got 65 um teams scattergunned all the way across um, dubai oh, i can absolutely imagine yeah fun though you know what it's time for 
Ah, we're going straight in, are we? This is 10 Minutes with Colin. It's good, that last bit, isn't it? <laughs> still not over it. It's been a long while. I'm still, every time when that rumble comes in, for those of you who've got 7.1 Dolby, um, it, it, uh, it kind of it focuses me. It focuses you. Yeah, yeah it does, doesn't it? So, 10 Minutes with me today, it is all about um, how to use your ACs. So, we're making the assumption that your ACs are running efficiently as a start point. And there is often discussions about whether or not you should leave your ACs on 24-7 at a standard temperature, whether you turn them on and off when you come in or go out of the room and then you threw in the curveball of fans and the use of fans uh, yes okay so we're going to go through all of that as a scenario okay naturally people would make the assumption that having your acs on 24 7 is wasteful mm. and that is the traditionally held view i'm not saying it's wrong in many respects and and people would also think about the efficiency of on and off so when you're in the room turn on the ac as yeah. you leave turn it off yeah yeah kind of the standard scenario save 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 some money save some cost yes but then the other kind of perspective to that is when you are turning an ac on and off if you're out of that room for a significant period then all of the walls are going to heat up the Uh, room is going to heat up and then when you turn it back on again that ac compressor is just going to work flat out to get it back down to the temperature required which will take longer Mm. okay Yeah, yeah i get the logic right Alternatively, if you're running an AC 24-7, then in effect you are keeping the walls at a lower temperature. Okay, I can see it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And the floor, because a lot of tiling here. And again, you, you think about that, and the majority of um, properties in Dubai have a, a concrete slab yeah. Yeah. both above and below. Right. So therefore, that is they are concrete boxes in effect. Mm. And the phone call we always get <laughs> is when people come home, you know, the natural one is at the end of August when people are coming back for the school year. They've turned on their ACs, haven't been away for um, in their home country. Well, obviously not with COVID, but you know where we're going. Um, and they've been away for six, eight weeks. And as a result, they've come back, turned on their ACs. That first night they get back, oh no, the ACs aren't yeah, working. Yeah, yeah. Where are we? We'll fix it when we need them. Where's my essential maintenance contract? Well, what's actually happening there is your ACs are desperately trying to cool red hot walls. Right. And as a result, doesn't matter how much AC you throw at them, it's going to take at least 24 hours for it to get back to the standard temperature. Which is why when you go away, you want someone to come to your place. If you've gone the route of turning everything off, which I never do, and... Start up the AC units. Ideally, or alternatively, you know what to expect when you come back, which is what I do. Now, the so therefore, there isn't that cast iron, is it 24-7 on, or is it on and off? What it boils down to is how you live in the property and where you oh, live within the property. That's okay. the real key. So it's not all 24-7 on and off. No. It's, it all depends on your lifestyle. It depends entirely on your lifestyle. If, for instance, you are generally staying in the house but you happen to be moving around different rooms at different times, turn the AC off as you leave. Okay. Okay. Conversely, if you are going out, you're working and you're going out for the day and you come back in the evening. So you're going to be out for what? 12 hours? Yeah, yeah, easily. Turn the AC off. Because when you come back in the evening, it's cooler anyway. So it's not actually going to be as much effort for that, um, the AC. But aren't the walls going to have held that heat? They'll, no, no, the, it'll be the other way around. They actually hold the cooling for oh, long enough to okay. actually not have heated up all that far in a 12-hour period. Ah, okay. So you're actually okay. there 
it's, it's actually a bit of a no-brainer to turn it <laughs> off in that situation. Okay, so then you throw uh, threw in the fans scenario. Yeah. So what happens with fans? Basically, that is pretty much the evaporative cooling yeah. um, uh, scenario that you're dealing with there. Well, the problem is with the, the fans, if you are not there, then yes, you're moving around the air, which would help. But the fans take power as well. Uh-huh. And you're not getting the benefit of that evaporative cooling. Okay. So for me, and again, this is pure theory, I would turn on the fans whilst I'm there, and I would probably set the AC higher as a result, so that way I'm not having to use so much of the compressors, mm. because compressors use more power than the fan does. So I'd like to have the benefit of that fan and the evaporative cooling effect, and also the additional movement of air that they create. Right. So the other thing that, that, that they do really well with the fans is the temperature in a standard room from uh, when you've got the AC on it, and the AC is actively cooling, is dramatic different in different points in the room ah. so coming out of the vent you'd be hoping for somewhere around probably 14 to 16 degrees okay it's darn cold yeah and then if you imagine it will then come out of the vent it will automatically sink the speed of which it sinks depends on the fan speed that you've got it at uh-huh. and then cool air as we know is heavier so it will drop pushing the hot air upwards so at the right. top you may well have um, a return temperature that's, that's significantly warmer than the the cool air that's further below you throw a fan into that mix and that rotation is happening a lot more effectively. So as mm. a result, you're getting a lot uh, more efficiency um, out of the uh, the AC unit. Much more homogenous temperature. It feels cooler to you as an individual yeah, yeah. as a result, as well as the evaporative cooling effect that you've got there. So it, yes, I would use fans, but generally speaking, I would use them when I'm actually uh, in the room. There we go. That sounds to me like an epic. This is 10 Minutes with Colin. That was almost... I, I think I'm really close on that yeah, 10 I think, minutes. I think you're almost right on 10 minutes. Oh, there. get on. That, that's the first one in a while. Normally, that's a ramble. So, uh, yes, proud of myself for once, James. Uh, so, so how did Dan come in on this? Because you guys were having a debate. Right. So, um, for the past couple of weeks, as you know, we're kind of part-time-ish, a little less part-time-ish than I'd like at the moment, to be brutally honest, but there we go. And you um, seem very happy, though. i got to say, Dan was looking more relaxed than ever. Well, we're kind of over a little bit of a hump. Okay. So we've had a bit of a, an entertaining... Well, it's an entertaining couple of months. You're moving into this place was stressful, and then yeah. getting all the systems to work properly in the new place was stressful, and getting staff to feel comfortable and you know able to operate at their, their maximum efficiency has taken time as well. Okay. So we're just about... We're not done by any shape or form, but we're, we're, we're certainly nearer to the end of that process than we are from the start. Okay. So we're certainly happier than we were three or <laughs> four weeks ago let's put it that way but i think we'll be happier in a month because we're just starting to hit our stride now and um and starting to deliver what we what we always have delivered you know and just feels as though with the move we got a little bit delayed um but dan's perspective dan's perspective was um he had been leaving the ac on in our office um 24 7 and i got a little bit of a grumble on let's put it that way because we we're at the moment we're, we're in kind of a couple of days a week and as far as i'm concerned that is that's a waste of money um i'm not i'm not a happy um, happy camper and we've just fitted um you know thermostats really efficient thermostats so that um that way we won't be wasting money yeah, yeah. yeah leaving it on yeah 
well done. In which case, I left the office last at the end of the last week. <laughs> so off it went. And I came in this morning and it was all right. You know, it's yeah, yeah. 27, 28, we 22 normally. Okay. Um, I was the first one in today. So, so you turned it on. Obviously turned the AC on, thought I could get away with it. Dan um, came in about an hour later. I was off in, off in meetings. Got in. Did you turn off the AC first thing you said? Actually, after, after how you're doing, let's be fair to it. Did you turn off the AC last week? I most certainly did. <laughs> and then this conversation ensued. So I said to him, you know what, money bags. <laughs> I will put up with an hour or two of uh, slightly warmer than ideal, or alternatively, let's work out how we make a lot more money to finance this. So for the moment. But air conditioning anywhere in the world, even in places like the UK, where, you know, for the most part, it doesn't really get boiling hot, but it gets warm enough that people might have a window AC or maybe they've got some other sort of AC system. You rarely see that. What you do see is either commercial buildings or modern apartment buildings, swish modern apartment buildings. Someone in a tenement sort of thing? Nothing. No. We yeah. had, I mean, the before yeah. I moved out here, I had a place in Greenwich that was probably, uh, which is west, no, Eastland. What, what like about? the meantime, Greenwich meantime? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I'm literally like um, oh, 200 the- yards away from the meantime where that's created in Greenwich really? Park at the, um, yeah, uh, the Naval College there. And um, the that apartment was, what, 15 years old, I guess, when we were, when we were there. And it roasted in the summer really really roasted and that was a relatively modern building in fact one of the most modern in Greenwich nothing absolutely nothing because at home because people have central heating yes you'll get these carrier or Linux yeah heat pumps they call them which kind of look to me just like the air conditioning units we have here but you'll get those kind of things you'll get some window AC units people are still using those things and now these new things that are that people put that that are on wheels they kind of look like a dehumidifier but they also do some cooling ah yes those are really popular the evaporative cooling where you put water in the bottom of them some of them do that and then some of them just have a, a duct that you run out through yeah. a window and so that's like a um it's 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 the same refrigerant uh, yeah. cooling principles but an all-in-one with all that um, yeah. hot air going out in the duct and um secondly yeah. somewhere there'll be a drain yeah. um where you need to get rid of the water that's produced as so a result people are always talking about it in terms of money savings and how is this going to you know rack up our electricity bill and so this conversation that we you, we've just had yeah. is, is an endless one Yes, absolutely. It's um, it's an interesting one, and the problem is you can't be cast iron in this. Cause it does depend very much on your lifestyle and how yeah. you live. Um, yeah. So you almost need the information, hopefully, that we gave in that last ten minutes um, discussion uh, to make that decision based on based on how you live as an as a family or an individual. Yeah. Wow. No. Cool. Hmm. Um, one of the things that I threw on our list today was just you know having a little talk about vacations and getting away and especially in this part of the world when we start thinking about okay i might be away for a few weeks i might be away for a month you know travel time's coming yeah and how do we start to think about our place and start to think about okay what can i do to make my home ready for the fact that someone might not be walking through it 
like they are now when little things go wrong. And I guess this, this really applies to anyone anywhere, slightly different in different parts of the world. Yes. But, but we do have a global audience. And I think everyone, when you lo- walk away and close that door, I think if you're in an apartment building, it's a little bit different. But if you're living in your own place or you know, in, 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 in a trailer, anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, you say we've got a global audience. We really have. We've I got did. a message from Ewan, our old general <laughs> oh, manager. Nice. Bless him. We miss Ewan. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Absolute legend he is, who's now back in Scotland. Can you talk like him? Because so, he had that great that great accent. No, I can't. I won't even try. <laughs> come on, come on. I'm not come doing Scotland. But you can hear it in your head. I can hear you? him in my head without a doubt. He, he did have a brilliant accent. He still oh, does, bizarrely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, so, must, so. it must be even more pronounced now that he's back with, I'm his, sure it with is. his kinfolk yeah 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 but um what a what a dude and he listens in which is so oh, nice, nice isn't it right. so yeah i hope uh, i hope i haven't sent you to sleep you on this one but <laughs> let me know send me a message if i have <laughs> anyway well don't you we, find though like folks like you and will be listening and he'll call you out on stuff oh yeah i'm sure he will and because sure you know joey woo who listens he does that he'll say yeah. oh, hold on a second you guys were talking about something and oh oh update by the way thank you joey for reminding me of this and he doesn't even know he did the house that i talked about that's by where i live that i go by with yes, the dogs with the really horrendous hinges for Sofa. the door. It seems to me there, the, whoever lived there has moved out and they're doing some renovations because there's quite a pile of concrete and dirt and stuff out front. And the first thing I noticed and literally stopped me in my tracks, literally, was they fixed that whole hinge set. I had to go take a look because no. it is... Isn't this the same house? Because I saw that you posted on Facebook about the sofa, and I thought oh, that no. would be the same place. No, no, that's oh, another place. That would have been amazing. <laughs> no. So, like the so, one thing to like, up that door like would have been a, a sofa. A, the, yeah, no, that's a leather lazy boy, branded lazy boy, sitting out in front of someone's house. And I thought, is it garbage? No, it turns out they do sit on it. <laughs> Why would you put leather outside to start a point? I don't know. And it gets sun for part of the day, and they did have it covered, but I've noticed the last few days it's not covered. So I don't, I don't know. Neighborhood TV. <laughs> That's what it is, literally. Just, but this place, they fix the hinges on that door and fix the. It, I mean, it, it is. It, I'm going to take a picture. It's a proper industrial sized, pretty much like a, a a gate hinge now that goes up from top to bottom. Really looks good, and the color matches, so it's not this brass stuff. And they've they've really fixed it. You're suggesting that it now looks decent. Could it go that far, or I, you know, it doesn't. It's not an eyesore. Oh, that's a big step forward. And, and you'll remember that door; it had a frame, and the frame was yeah, it was, it was an odd angle. Yeah, they fixed that as well. Oh, so, okay, well, so that's it, a good attempt. You actually look at it and kind of go, "It doesn't. It doesn't stand out any longer." It, it's like, okay, yeah, that could work. So I'll, I'll take can a you, picture for you. Can you imagine the new occupants before <laughs> they moved in? Right. Yeah. So that was the 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 world that we could see was that door. So imagine. you can imagine the rest of the house. Well, like. I, and I'm figuring no one's actually moved back in yet. They're doing all the repairs ah. because there was a palm tree out front that they pulled out because it had died and it's still lying there. And no one who's living in a place wants a palm tree lying on its side on the sidewalk in front of your home. So I don't think anyone's in it yet. Okay. Well, you never know. Maybe these people are as chunky as the last. That's probably it, isn't it? But do you know, that's that, I think that's half the fun. And one of the things that um, that neighbourhoods are all about is you've always yeah. got to have the odd odd place just to give you a little bit of yeah. edge in your neighbourhood, don't you? Well, the other, the other place is we've got... Uh, so I, 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 I live in an, an area where... It is not predominantly Western expats. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's. I mean, you know, you know. Yes, the area. of course. And I got a great Emirati family that lives to me 
really right beside me almost in a yep. homestead. It's clearly a homestead. Yes. And I'm pretty sure they've got a complete farm within their walls as well because the other morning went out for a walk with the dog and I think they were cleaning out the goat pens because it was like, whoa, this, where's the farm? <laughs> we at Cock-A-Doodle-Doos in both directions, both behind us and in front of us, in the ranches, right? Total ban on all livestock. You know, I'm just waiting for a tiger to come prancing down the road. Can you imagine? Yes, I can. And I'm not sure I'd be hugely surprised, to be honest. Slightly, slightly worried. Did you, speaking of, of livestock and things, did you see the images from uh, Sheikh Hamdan? And I guess it's in one of the desert palaces that they have ostriches and things and someone's mm. on the bike path within the palace walls and there's an ostrich running faster than the bicycle no, like the guys the guys on a, the guys on <laughs> full 10 speed this ostrich is is full on running wow. on a track beside the bike path that's amazing like, oh, man. can't really legislate for that can you no he's faster than i am oh god <laughs> Yes. Anyway, back on track. One of those. So we started off with a conversation about vacations, didn't we? Yeah. And, um, and, and what, get, what to do at this point. Yeah, getting stuff ready. Like, Yeah. So um, for me, it's, it's quite a simple one. I, I tend to be a little bit minimalist. Um, on the reason for that is I have a wonderful mother-in-law okay. who, and I wasn't being sarcastic there. She's yeah. genuinely wonderful. Marilyn, you rock. Um, and uh, basically she will come in every few days anyway and oh actually if she's not already staying because that's the other thing she oh, kind of likes staying in. at our house so quite often she will move in and um, avoids this issue and then goes back to hers every so why, few why days because she, she's got a great so, place why does she just likes to come and hang out at your place with the dogs well, also and, yeah um, probably Reno Reno is very happy in his home okay, habitat all right. so she's kind of happy to move in as a bit of a holiday for her okay good and um, and keep Reno whatever right. makes Reno happy which is normally just, like 5,000 biscuits so he comes <laughs> comes back like Bibendum from Michelin, you know? It's just, it's on another level. Now, I know Rolo doesn't necessarily love the morning walks that you take him on. That's does, a, a does, huge understatement. Does Marilyn take him on yes. the morning walks too? Yeah, okay, she she'll does. walk him all right, um, which is, is really good. But actually this morning, he was he was quite good this morning. The humidity was up this morning. Um, wasn't in the ranches. They'd oh. obviously no. We decided that we didn't want humidity oh, in the ranches. Was, on that basis, we didn't get any. It was up at my place. I was, was up it? about five o'clock. Oh, no, I was later dog. than you. I was up at five out with the dog. Sun hadn't come up yet, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, what's what's going on here?" It wasn't. It wasn't yeah, oppressive, okay. but it was. Whoa! Last night was lovely though. Yeah. So I did the walk actually quite late last night for me. So I did a walk around eight, mm. and um, it was it was really nice. I had a lovely walk last night. Which is good. I do. My, my evening walk is the scooter run where the, I, I now have got surfing behind the dog down to a, an art and he was going for a cat. That's the other, brilliant. Going for a cat the other, other night and I used the reverse force and I kind of did a whip around and as I was doing this whip around, catching up, you know, literally almost in line with him, it was pulling him too so he couldn't go towards the cat <laughs> and I just surfed now behind the dog That's and people, just, people literally stop and they just look and it's like, well, I can't believe <laughs> And the dog loves it. He, he just looks. Where's it? Where are you? Oh, where are you? Where are you? He just keeps looking back. Okay, you're still here. That would have worked with Bailey, but no, Rallo's having absolutely none of it. And but once he's out on the walk, he's fine. Yeah. You know, he's happy enough, and he loves meeting other dogs. But yeah. he just cannot get the enthusiasm to actually get out the door. Okay. Which, to be fair, I understand this scenario there. All right, back to the vacations. Uh, oh yes, vacations. So, right. you, so you've yeah. got a live-in essentially. You've got your mother-in-law comes and hangs out. Yes. Yeah, so for most people, though, you would. Um, yeah. There's a there's general kind of list that you look at 
Because you so, know what goes through my mind? Vacation? Mm. Dan. And you remember when Dan had the 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 little hose there in the oh, beginning yes. that, that blew? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, you know, 100 Durham hose. Yeah, luckily he was there. Right. Can you imagine if he'd been on vacation? Well, no. that, we told about that. Um, yeah. um, I've mentioned before about the house in Jamaica Islands. So yeah, we yeah. saw three weeks after that. There we go. Yeah. And um, it was house. just black. I mean, so, a house that's black. So I'm wondering, you know, that's another thing. I don't even think I put that on here. But when you're when you go away on that vacation, make sure you turn off all those little valves. Yes, absolutely. I mean, the way the way I would do it is turn off the pump as a start point, okay, and then depressurize each um, oh. each tap. Oh. So that way, you know that you don't have water that is going to yeah. be pressurized. Um, water eaters, turn them off. No brainer. If you've already yeah. depressurized, then just turn them off. And okay. then that way you haven't got any any kind of issue with because mm. obviously heat creates pressure, you know, pressure right, coolers right. and that principle. So um, I would uh, I would do that. So that's the master switch in effect. Yeah. Turn off your pump, depressurize everything. Yeah. The other side of that though is um, quite a lot of people can't do that. Either you've got somebody coming in to look after your plants, yeah. or um, alternatively, uh, there is there is something within your property whether it is water supply for something or other that's required. It happens quite a lot. In which case, you need to go on a room-by-room room basis. Every bathroom should have an isolation tap in right. the ceiling, yeah. which you can turn off, which will stop all water, both hot and cold, into that room. Mm. So therefore, if you do that, and then just depressurize the tap. Now, depressurize the tap. It's not complex. Turn on the tap. Cold works fine. You can do it on hot as well, but, you know, both mm-hmm. ways, great cold if you if you're uh, in a bit of a hurry so uh, that was nice and easy toilets if you cannot uh, again if you haven't been able to isolate it for whatever reason sometimes the gate valves which is the valve with the the uh, red head on uh-huh. um if that is uh, particularly tight they can be difficult to close so you'll need to go individually well uh-huh. there is uh, the little uh, tap on the wall which we call an, an angle valve and uh-huh. can be turned off um which is a clockwise direction just so that we're clear um and uh, that way, just flush the toilet once to make sure. Excuse me, didn't know where that one came from. <laughs> a little bit of breakfast Dear there. Yes. <laughs> this happens in your forties, people. I'm so sorry for that in your earplugs, but uh, yeah, that wasn't intentional. Apologies. Sorry, Ewan. Sorry, Ewan. He's sorry, been, Ewan. There, been there, done that. Sorry, Ewan. Um, so we were, we were on toilets. Got some of that on me, by the way. Like, Apologies, yeah. gee whiz. I was not expecting that. <laughs> no, it was breakfast. Um, so the angle valves. Once you've isolated that, if you then flush the toilet, you will hear whether or not it is okay. refilling. Yeah. He shouldn't be, so that will uh, will sort that one out. Um, water tanks as well. If you turn off the pump, there is yeah. still water going into your water tank. Right. So hopefully everybody knows where your Dewa tap is because uh-huh. that is the important one. Uh, tanks are probably, if you imagine, because they're almost always outside. Yeah. In fact, they are always outside, either below ground or above ground. There is every possibility that you're going to get a failed float valve, and at mm-hmm. that point, water just flows straight out of them, and there's nothing to stop it unless oh. you've turned off that Dewa valve. Right. So turn that off. In fact, you know what? Even if you've got people coming, unless you've got irrigation, which is another Uh, crazy one, unless you've got irrigation, then isolating that and just leaving the water that's in the tank should be enough for anyone coming in, unless they're going super crazy. So um, that one is a a very obvious one as well. Um, For the other one, I guess, the other one which we get here in Dubai, I don't know whether you've had this, is power spikes. 
Yes. Come across this? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, with the Not pa- as much as I, we used to get. No, you're right. Yeah. But we still do get them every now and then, and that has been disastrous for some appliances. Yeah, we've blown a few that way. Yeah. Mind you, I think we've created it as well. Yeah. The number <laughs> of irons that we've had that have caused a power spike. Is, Why is uh, it that irons and toasters, they are really good? I'm not sure I've had an iron that's lasted beyond a year. Yeah. And I've gone through all the brands. I've yeah. just bought another two. Because oh, the really? first one blew inside. Actually, I tried to return it and thinking about it I don't, I don't think I ever got my money back <laughs> don't know what happened there I'll, I'll look into that one after but irons are notorious because they yeah. take quite a lot of power and they are at their minimum cost these days you know it's yeah. like 60, yeah. 70 dirhams for an iron you're like really? yeah so, um, again, making sure that you've disconnected all appliances is, uh, makes total turn sense off as well we do, you know, I've got an electric thing for my yeah. box right beside that I just turn that thing right off yeah, it makes sense. So it's just, it's mostly common sense, isn't it? Mm, mm. But just the one thing about uh, common sense is it's not very common. <laughs> so uh, fingers crossed people will remember and um, are nice and safe when they come back and not coming back to a waterfall. I think we always end up leaving smoke. in a rush. And I think that's part of the problem is just making sure, okay, if, you know, I've got the doors closed, right? If I, you know, we, we just close the curtains to help keep it a little cooler inside when we're away. And it's, did I close the curtains? Did I do that? Did I take the, you know, did I, did I actually lock that door that I usually keep open? It's like, and it's then that moment when you go, yeah, I remembered all of that. And then you have that home alone moment. How, yeah. how many kids do we have, mate? Yeah. Oh no, we once did that. Really? <laughs> I was joking. No, no, we once did that. We were actually, we were driving. So, so, you left the job. Oh no, it was horrible. Horrible. So we, we've got this. Um, what did we have? A Dodge. What were those things called? Those, caravan. No, no, Big it wasn't one? a caravan. It was one of those. It looked like the mobster car, but it was the little van thing. The Dodge Astro. No, no, that's for no, yeah. it. Was anyway, whatever Dodge. this thing was, it was. It, it looked like a little nitro. Yeah. It what, like, what era are we in? We're talking like ten years ago, twelve years, years ago, ago, maybe twelve years ago, and it, it looked like a little mobster van kind of thing. Um, okay, I can't remember what it's called. I'll look it up in a minute. Anyway, so here we are. We're driving between Montreal and Toronto. And we stop at the self-serve gas station. They're all self-serve. And we're filling up. And the boys are sitting in the back. And we have a little, you know, we've got a lot of gear. So we got a little divider of carry bags or something between the two boys. And I've filled up. And you know, the wife got out. And she gets back in. And you know, look at the other boys back there. And then we start pulling out. And the thing falls over. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, because there is just there's, there there. isn't another sun <laughs> And all you see is we're like, make me... How, be, how far did you get? Well, we didn't get out of the parking lot, but... Oh, it, thank it, goodness. Thank goodness, because it would have been 10, 15 kilometers to turn around. <gasps> and all you see is this, this 10-year-old legging it across the... You know, <laughs> flip-flop's gone. He's barefoot. Wait for me! <laughs> oh, oh, that's well, brilliant. You know, and it, and it, and it, if, if that bag hadn't fallen over... We would have got on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. You know, in my you way, know, is everything I, okay back there? I'm laughing no now, but I, that's going to happen to us. I can guarantee it. Unbelievable. You know? Unbelievable. Oh, I do love that. So now it's now every time we get in the car, even if there's no one, you just you do the head count. Everyone in here? You're looking around? No, no. Okay. Hey, thinking about it, actually, maybe it won't happen to us because we always do the head count. Yeah, you got to do the head Everybody's count. Everybody's strapped in. Everybody okay? And if I don't hear from any, everybody... Yeah. 
then nothing happens. It's, but I, that's kind of automatic. It's a regular thing. You just and you're going to keep doing it till they're like you know so. fifty. Yeah, it's, right. it's going to get in yes. head count. Everyone here, yeah. you know, Dad, you don't have to keep telling that. It's like, oh no, James had an incident with a ten year old. We're not going to have that happen to any of these fifty year olds in here. <laughs> Can you stop calling me Ruby there, Ruby Bear? I'm thirty eight. <laughs> yeah, it'll be one of those. Isn't it? Oh dear, oh dear. The fun and games of families, huh? Oh man. You know the other the other one that this starts getting me think about this time of year, and it, it it's just you know we've had the discussion about lubricants on hinges and doors and stuff. It's getting hot, and yeah. if you're you're starting to get weather depending on where you are. More rain. The the graphite stuff that you keep talking about. How yeah, does, graphite that, spray. How does that work in the heat? Stills. Yeah, it holds. It's yeah. absolutely fine. I mean, WD forty as good as as it is. Once it gets warm, it's extremely thin. Yeah, and graphite uh, again with graphite spray because it has a little bit more to it. Um, it tends to work quite well. Oh. But remember, it stains. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, Natalie told me that. <laughs> a little bit, little bit too late, actually. But uh, I've got. I'm actually. I've modified my technique now, so that that way I, I suffer rag um, either side of it. But yeah, I should have been a little. I'm like, you know, they always give you the little stick. Oh, you always lose that. Yeah, exactly. Well, I lost they that. need to give you like three or four of those little ho- those little straws. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> so I'm always losing them. Yeah, and I'm like, no, I've got a good aim. You know, <laughs> what you stain? Uh, the wall. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I don't... Well, what were you graphite spraying on the wall? I was, it was only hinges. It was okay, hinges. Just the hinges, but... But it was a door that had been... Cre- oh. here's, the, here's where it all went wrong. It was one of those creaky doors where you'd left it that long that it really got on your nerves, yeah. right? So yeah. rather than just using the tiny little amount that it would take to do it, you're like, right, I'm going to teach this door a lesson. <laughs> and it got coated, absolutely coated. So um, at that point, then at that point, I'm not sure I was really aiming quite so well through the red mist. So, uh, yeah. So I got, I got the, the, the follow-up to that problem mm. is now I've got a hinge on a set of doors that is so lubricated. If that door is, it, it, it's either open fully or you've closed it, but there's no in-between where it just hangs. Yeah. It, it, you know, as it's open, you'll, you know, you just kind of push it shut and it doesn't, you know, it, and it, it opens again because yeah. it is so lubricated. And that's annoying because I, you know, and every time I, all the lubricant wears off and it's now squeaking and it's like, you know, so the wife is, are you going to fix that squeak? It's like, no, because then the door is going to constantly open. And how long does it take to go between overly lubricated? Six months. And, oh, okay. And how far through it are you? Uh, uh, probably about three months through. Okay. So you've probably got like, what, a week of the perfect halfway house <laughs> before it starts squeaking again. Now make sure that you make the point at that week. Accept this as the wonderful status quo because it's only down here, well, hill from so here. My, my next, my next thought is I'm going to get some graphite spray, but I'm going to only spray half of the hinge and or a quarter of the hinge to see if that solves the sound. But you know, you're going to get a squeak out the other half, <laughs> yeah, don't you? It's just the way it's got to be. It'll be a softer squeak, though. <laughs> Here's an interesting one. The only way that that would work is if you spray the bottom of the hinge, but from its penetrating nature. So otherwise, yeah. it's gonna, it'll just head down. So that's going to be quite an interesting scenario to see whether that works. Yeah, and see how much I stain because it's white doors and everything, right? <laughs> Come around to our house and practice. We've already got a stain wall. 
<laughs> Can you imagine I rock up and yeah. Natalie goes, who, who are you? Colin said I could come and practice with the, no, no, no. With the graphite spray. She'll know thanks to the shirt. You'd be very well um, explained. <laughs> which, which we're kind of opposite today, aren't we? Yeah. Like well, you're wearing the black and I'm wearing... Yeah. Audacious. You're wearing James shirts. <laughs> yes. They are part of you. Without a doubt. Actually, it's funny. It's two. funny. I, I went to my tailor, who's a dressmaker, by the yes. way. Yeah. And I went to him, and my wife wanted to get some dresses made. You know, it's beige, black, white. Yes. And I hand over the stuff, and I said, well, I also have some shirts I want you to get me. He goes, and he stands back, and you just see this big smile. I can't wait. And I pull him <laughs> out, and there's uh, this one, he looks at it, and you can just see him standing back going, Whoa, it's like a kaleidoscope <laughs> of colors. <laughs> and then another one, which is all these flowers, but on a denim kind of thing. And he's oh, just, awesome. oh yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. And he's just looking going, oh, this is, you know, you can see him looking, Madame should be wearing these and you should be wearing those. He's going, you Canadians, your house is all screwed up. <laughs> It's but, a good way to be, James. But, like, it's, but it's the same guy that. since before the new runway was built in the new terminals at the airport. Jeez. I've been going to him that long. Crikey, that's good. Yeah, because the university used to be by the airport. So I used to be able to walk across the dirt field, which was horrible because I'd be wearing dress shoes in the early days. Yeah, yeah. and go to the well, across the runway. <laughs> well, where the runway is now, right? Because there was oh, there was no airport tunnel either, so there's none of that stuff. Oh, crikey! So where the flight wing is and all that kind of stuff didn't exist. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So it was the old school. It's old school. <laughs> there was literally a road that went you know, where the airport tunnel is, there was a road there. You'd kind of take a right. So I wonder when that happened, because I was here in 2005, and by then we had all of the bits in place. So maybe it was like 2003, 2002. Yeah, guess so. Yeah, Must have been. been a long time. And the ones of Dubai <laughs> constantly moving <laughs> onwards as we stare yeah, out yeah, my, towards Expo. Yeah, my tailor is still there. That's awesome, Same place. It? Yeah. Not Good. for long. They tore down all the buildings beside him, so I can't imagine his. Oh. I, it just doesn't seem like it's going to be long. <sighs> but I hope so. I mean, I hope forever, but... Well, hopefully he'll relocate rather than just close yeah, down. And I hope yeah. he lets me know when he does that. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that's the point. Get his number when he can. Yeah, I'm going to have to keep my eye out. Because yes. you know, that'd be the worst thing is that you, you show up and it's gone. Because you know how things are. You guys moved overnight. Absolutely, we did. He's just a tailor. He's got, you know, five sewing machines and some curtain rods. Boom, he's out of there. He's got curtains as well. Or maybe they're just your new shirts. <laughs> well, he hangs the shirts up with the dresses. They camouflage in with all oh, these Emirati dresses. So, so, you go in there and the Emirati ladies are getting dresses made. And they see me and he goes, oh, one moment. He goes, here you go. And they, they just look at the shirts going, oh, like, oh my God. Well, they, they get it when I come in. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> all right. So we, we, so we got a lot going there. We got uh, lighting. Lighting. What about lights? Oh, lights. Do you know, the isolation <laughs> off this switch is enough. That's why I missed it. You know? yeah. Basically, You've, you've got a circuit that has been being yeah. separated. So do you it, leave lights on enough. though? But do you leave lights on when you go away? No, nah. I don't leave anything on. Nothing. It's black. No, as far as I'm concerned, any plants that uh, that don't survive it weren't strong enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big plant fan, if yeah. the truth be told. But um, no, mother-in-law secure, does come in. Okay. To be fair, if we security are stuff though. You don't figure. Oh, I'm going to keep some lights on. So we live in Dubai. I leave the door <laughs> wide open. What are you on about? <laughs> Absolutely fine. I'm not worried by that. Um, I, let the CID, fair, I let the CID guy know I'm going to be away for a few weeks. Gives me a thumbs up. No problem. Great. The CID guy is my neighbor. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's very yeah. nice. I, when I see him going out undercover, because one day I, I walk by and early in the morning I'm taking the dog for a walk and he's going to work in full dress. Ooh. As in he's got the red shoes on. He's got, you know, the khakis, the polished buttons. I mean, he looked spectacular. Yeah. The next day he's getting into the most beat up crawl I've ever seen in my life. 
And same guy. I said, what, what, what's up? He goes, oh, I got to go to work. <laughs> Looking at him, I'm going, where are you going? He goes, just smiles, gets into this Corolla, the one that you'd beat the horn at and get angry with. Yeah. Yeah, don't. <laughs> no. That's what he's driving. Yeah, let that know. Yeah. The difference is this Corolla will do like 230, 240, yeah, no problem. You know, it's like a Starskin Hutch thing. I just imagine him putting the blue light on the top. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so oh. now people are going Starskin Hutch. I have no idea what you're talking about. They're going to be Googling it. Really? Everyone knows who Starskin Hutch are. I think we've got some listeners who do not know. I'm sure. If you don't know about Starsky and Hutch, you really do need to fill in that hole in your knowledge base. What happened to you? Is it, you think in the younger generation? Yeah, yeah. Well, really, if you're if you're at that well, if you stage, watch Starsky and Hutch. Then, you need really, to watch. Yes, turn off now and just watch Starsky and Hutch. Gee whiz, priorities. Do you ever turn off your internet or anything when you go away? No. Uh, no. Again, I should. I definitely should, but I don't. Yeah, I don't either. I, um, I kind of, again, because we kind of have people always coming in, our, yeah. our house is a bit of a communal location for yeah. families yeah. and waifs and strays and whatever. So um, we, I always make the assumption that somebody's going to need it at some point. Yeah. So, um, and you know, we give the gardener all the details as well. So yeah, he can, yeah. if he needs it, he yeah. can, um, away he goes. I always had house sitters. And, I, and recently, especially with our new dog, we, we don't have a house sitter with the dog because, you know, he's... 51 kgs and he's training that he's pulling me on a scooter <laughs> he's too strong when you go away so what do you do with him um, he so he's new but we've we used to buy kennel and cattery oh awesome yeah dkc and, yeah. and you know and it's funny because we've had dogs from the day we landed here mm. with two dogs yeah, yeah i remember that actually it was in dkc met us at the airport so this is august 2000 yeah it's august 8th 2000 and it is humid as anything. We get off a plane with 12 suitcases and two young children, one and 18 months, or 18 months and two. Wow. Maybe three. Yeah, three and 18 months and two dogs. And literally, we're at the baggage carousel. One of those is still there, I'm pretty sure. And, you know, the immigration guys are just looking at me as these two dogs are barking and they're just going, get that dog out of here. (laughs) So it's out the door. DKC meets us and didn't know where they were taking them. Didn't know anything. Didn't have a phone number because we were going to a hotel. And they said, call us. Here's here's the call us Mm. when you're settled. And and we've been using them ever since. Yeah, that's good. Thing. So it's uh, so they've they've always been good. And you know the the, the lovely thing, and this is not a bad thing, mm. but I think they like animals more than people sometimes. Yes, <laughs> so, I think I do too. Too briefly honest. So, so one time, one time they they called the vet on us because we brought our dog and our we had this one dog. Um, his name was Remington. He was a Wheaton Terrier, mm. and he had a very bad immune system. There was an issue with his immune system, and he used to get these horrible stomach rashes, like all the way from under his chin, Ooh. all the way down. And yeah, they, baby did And they'd be pussy, oh, yeah. pussy and gross. Yes. And we took him, you know, and we, it was all cleaned up, and we took him to the vet, and, he, mm. and we took him to the kennel, and they, they're, they're taking one look, and it's like, okay, yeah, thanks for leaving the dog. And next thing we know, we're getting a phone call from the vet. He says, just so you know, DKC has called me about your... So DKC calls this vet, hmm. Dr. Aziz, calls Dr. Aziz, this is before they had their own vet, calls Dr. Aziz, who was their vet that they would use, who also happened to be our vet. Oh, that's useful. Yeah, very useful because they go, we've got this dog, we've got people who are mistreating this dog. He's, you know, he's, and he goes, what's the name of that dog? He goes, Remington? Oh, I know that dog. He's, he's actually really good right now because hmm. we'd give him these cortisone shots to yeah, help yeah, cure it. Did a lot. But, you know... They, they literally reported us to yeah. the vet. So I think that's a good thing. 
Yeah, it is a good thing. Totally agree. So we've been using them ever since. Oh, that's nice to hear. Mm. We, um, yes, mother-in-law, Marilyn, has always been our go-to. Bless her. Nice. And um, actually, last time, Rolo didn't want to come home. <laughs> well, it's because he's getting the 15, 20 treats a day. Well, it's, it's 15, <laughs> 20 treats a day. And also, it's the re- relaxation of Marilyn's place. You know, just yeah. Marilyn, rather than the utter pandemonium that's our house i totally get it you know we still have time do you still got time on the clock are you um i'm getting pretty close to be honest all right you know what that means then we're gonna pick up next time we get together and have this chat the five things that you need well i've actually got eight but i'll 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 keep putting more in the 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 five things that you must know how to do whether you're a woman whether you're a man whoever boy girl child you need to know these five things if you're going to live in an apartment, a hotel, a hostel, wherever. These five things to make your life not miserable. I'm looking forward to learning them. Yeah. Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, <laughs> coming to you from the epic podcast studio in the campus of We Will Fix It and Essential Maintenance Dubai, this has been the We Will Fix It podcast with Colin Thomas. And we'll be back. Don't worry. You can find us, Podholics with a K. Search across the interweb. You'll find us there. And of course, you want to send us something, podholicswithk at gmail.com. Yeah, just find us. Have a chat. Share the link. And we'll talk to you again real soon. So long for now.